Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Loose Lips with Georgie Porter and Sharon Carpenter. This is Actuality. It's all about you guys. Should we take it away with listener letter number one, Georgie? Yes, let's. So this one, Georgie, this one's from Aisha. Okay, and she's saying, Dear lovely Georgie and Sharon, such big fans of you both. My question for this week, how much should positive reinforcement matter to me in all aspects of my life, work, family, friendships, and relationships? Hearing good things about me is so important. Where does it become a problem? And where should I draw the line? Ooh, somebody's got a highly inflated ego. <laughs> I mean, it I'm sounds already kidding. like she knows how far she's going by going. Where should I draw the line? Because I'm obviously going too far with this, surely. Yes, yes. And it sounds, Aisha, it does sound to me that you might be somebody who likes to fish for compliments. And that can get a bit taxing. That can get a little wearing, you know, on your friends, on your boyfriend, your you know, your family members and at work as well. First of all, when you're in a relationship or when you get into a relationship, one of the things that we tend to find most attractive is somebody having confidence, right? Yeah. That inner confidence and needing that positive reinforcement all the time from everybody around you is a, a sign of insecurity and a sign that you need to work on your own personal self-esteem. Also, you're giving so much control to other people, right? Whatever they say to you, that has such a big impact on how you feel. And yes, that is normal to a certain extent. We all like to feel good. We all like to feel like we've done a great job, that we're appreciated, that we we look good, um, that we're a great friend. But uh, I think you've probably gone a little bit too far expecting all the time from everybody around you and you need to reel that in. And also like, what are you like, what are you wanting? Is it like, oh, you're so amazing at doing your, your hair and makeup. Are you, you're so amazing at your job. Like, is it minor? Is it huge? Because personally, yeah. I like to, I do like to um, shout about myself, you know, cheerlead myself when I've done a really good job. Like there's certain things I'm like, guys, exactly. look at my eyeliner today. Like it is sick. I've done an amazing job and they're equal <laughs> and they're like, but then there's sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I just don't, I can't. And I think, I would rather say, guys, this looks really bad and point it out before somebody goes, yeah. ooh, are you okay today? Because your eyelashes are stuck on like. But then when there's, when there's times like I've done a good job or like, you know, when you think 
guys, I was really good then. Like that was probably the yeah. best wheelie I've ever done on a bike ever. Or like, you know, I kind of want to celebrate it and shout about it. And if you get excited yourself, you think, guys, totally. I'm really good at this. Yeah, exactly. We should be allowed to do that. I know that sometimes people think, oh, well, she's big headed if you applaud yourself. But at the end of the day, there's nothing better than being your own biggest cheerleader because Mm -hmm. you can't depend on others to constantly give you that reinforcement. Sometimes they don't want to. They've got other stuff going on. It might go over their head. And then sometimes they just might want to have some sort of control over you you know in a bad relationship your boyfriend he knows you look great but he's not going to tell you that because Mm. you know he's upset about something that that you did so yeah I think there's nothing wrong with that and um and Georgie it's interesting I know you've lived in in America and I live in America uh one of the things that you sort of learn living here is how to sell yourself how to talk about your accomplishments how to be able to say I'm great at this this is one of my strengths like no one can beat me when it comes to that yeah. and I know sometimes it can be sort of taken the wrong way if you go into a meeting in the UK or even around friends sometimes in the UK and you're you're mm. sort of commending yourself that can be taken the wrong way you, you kind of have to tread a little lighter totally agree with you there because sometimes you think if I go into like a room like a job or even a bar or anything and you're like got a confidence or an air of confidence sometimes in the UK it can be seen as arrogant or yes. oh look at him full of himself or look at her she's like you know it, she it loves herself off. Who she yeah. Thinks she is. yeah but in America like this is what I learned as well like you said it's very true that if you own the room or something people go whoa what have they got yes. going on like they've got and it's so weird because like you said like I lived in America for a bit and I was always embarrassed about saying I was an actress because people were like what would you do and I'd be like oh um, I'm just an actress and I thought I come back to you downplayed thought, it yeah, yeah yeah and then I came back and I was like I'm proud of what I do I'm proud of yeah. everything I've accomplished I've had exactly. to go to America and sell myself because you know sometimes reality tv shows don't doesn't go down too well in America so coming back to England it was like everyone was like, oh, you did this and that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. And I actually enjoyed it. I loved it. I was lucky to do it. And catch me on Channel 4 at 7.30. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you totally, you have to give yourself a pat on the back. Here's the other thing, I mean, about positive reinforcement. It can actually work against you, right? For a, a couple of reasons. First of all, if you know you've done a mediocre job, but everyone knows that you need that praise to feel all right about yourself, otherwise you're going to start crying, then they're going to tell you that even when you've done a really sucky job, you're going to know in your heart of hearts you weren't good. And then you're going to start questioning everyone's praise. The praise is going to mean nothing to you at that point because you know you're only getting it just because you ask for it. And the other thing is, Like if you go into work and you're getting praised by your boss just for the fact that you turned up at nine o'clock and that's what you get paid to do versus going the extra mile and maybe staying till midnight to get the job done, which deserves that applause, then why would you strive for anything more than just sort of doing the average? It's it's a question that comes up a lot when it comes to kids, right? There are a lot of schools that will give every kid the gold star. Like you run a race, all the kids are running and even the, the kid at the very end, like you get 
get the gold star too, just for effort. Yeah. But then it makes you, there's a lot of debate around that. Is that the right thing to do or not? The maths test. Okay, the winner gets a gold star, but so does the the person who finished last or got everything wrong. And it it does kind of stop you striving. Why would you go the extra mile when you're getting applauded anyway, even if you don't do a a good job? So it's a debatable topic, yeah. If I was that kid that was like literally winning a gold star for doing so much effort and look at the other, I'd be like, you know what? I want an easy life. I'm going to save my energy for when I'm older and just do it all then. Exactly. And then you expect it everywhere and you think that just mediocre effort is going to yeah. get you that applause. And then when it doesn't, now you're really upset and feeling down on yourself. So just uh, you learn that inner confidence within you, learn to love yourself, learn to be your biggest cheerleader, but then also be able to step outside of yourself and say, oh, I didn't do a great job there. Here's what I can do to improve on that. Or here's how yeah. I can be a better friend. Here's how I can be, um, you know, a, a better daughter or sister or whatever it is. So it, we're all a work in progress at the end of the day. And be honest, I would say if you've done a really good job, yeah. be honest about it. If you've not, then just say, oh, that wasn't great, was it? So on to our taboo subject. Sharon, you're just going to love this. Um, (laughs) what could it be what could it be so obviously on loose lips we like talk about you know like real taboo things that like you know people just don't really talk like about on a bus or like you know with strangers I mean we're wearing masks now so it's hard enough to talk to strangers about anything these days so you and me have the opportunity the chance the choice the ability to talk about taboo subjects oh I'm waiting with bated breath <laughs> it's anal sex. Anal sex. Wow. Okay. Let's do it. We're we going there. Yeah, we're going there. We're going in there. So there is judgment. And I. It's definitely in relationships, I think both partners oftentimes are nervous to raise the subject of anal sex, Mm. right? Because they're afraid that their partner may look at them as, you know, freaky deaky, freak of the week, like extra kinky. They might sort of, you know, judge them because of that. And so I think there's there's judgment around it or there's fear of judgment. There may be a certain stigma uh, uh, around it as well there's like a thought as well that how early on into a relationship or if it's like if a one night stand if you do that and it's like thought of as you know oh yeah is that too far so there's like yeah like <laughs> uh, time elapsed codes isn't there i'd say of like if you're gonna what at time is correct. When when is the right time? But what's really interesting as well is there are a lot of young couples, and it may be for cultural reasons, it might be for religious reasons, who don't believe in sex before marriage, but they oh. believe in anal sex, right? Because they don't consider it real Whoa. sex. Yeah, you they're going, this? yeah. Oh, wow, <laughs> yeah. okay. So, so, so they're having anal sex, but they're like, I'm still a virgin because I haven't yeah. had vaginal sex so um sorry guys sorry to burst your bubble guys but no anal sex is sex too and it comes with the risks it might actually come with even more risks and i would advise if it's something that you're interested in dabbling in um i would advise that you you find you make sure it's with someone that you feel comfortable with i mean people tend to think i have like as a general thing i mean and to be honest really really honest I have never. Number one, I can't imagine anything going in there because, wow, it is 
tight. I mean, you know what? Never say never. I might do one day. I had um, a boyfriend once who had an uncle that said to him, you should only an marry. An uncle? He had an uncle. He had an uncle who said, you should marry this one if she doesn't do it up the butt before your wedding night. So he basically was like, wow. if she... Well, that's highly inappropriate. Yeah, but well, I took it on as like, you know, it was like wisdom. And I was like, I'm not going to, well, then, you know, <laughs> maybe that's when it will happen. So that's what's going to happen on your wedding night then. You've got to feel comfortable and you've got to have the right resources, if you will. They say that it's a good idea to, you know, be um, break out the lubrication. And trust, exactly. He needs to go at your pace. Yeah. Or she. (laughs) Let's quickly move on, shall we, to, uh, to listener letter number two. So this one. This is from Danny. So Danny is saying, Dear Loose Lips, I love the podcast and you both, of course. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I'm feeling like I'm just living to work at the moment, which I'm not happy with. I'm feeling the pressure to develop some more hobbies, to add a bit more color to my life. Do you think I really need that? Uh, And any ideas for hobbies? Well, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I would say, I was thinking this, like, you know, as a kid, when your parents or like people look after you, they take you to like your gymnast lessons and your, yeah. you know, your piano classes and the extracurricular to, activities. Yeah, like that extra bit where they're trying to find your little hidden talent and like, you know, be like, oh, let's get you involved in this or like chess club or something. And then eventually you go on to like a different job where you never thought you were going to do it and you go into something completely different. And then you look back at your life and you go, yeah, oh, when I was a kid, I used to do art class and then I think as an adult you go oh I could really take that up again and I think Danny that would be the perfect opportunity to go what was I really into I'm gonna have confidence in doing it because when I was a karate yellow belt I could go further now I've trained a little bit when I was six I could really you know commit and become a black belt what would you say? Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I totally agree with you. I'm, I, I hone into the words that you guys use when you write these letters to us. And one of the things that really stood out to me here is you saying that you're feeling the pressure to develop more uh, hobbies, right? So I'm wondering who no, is that. pressuring you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So are you putting that pressure on yourself or is somebody else putting pressure on you? I live to work as well, to be honest. I know you're saying you're not really happy with it, but I actually love what I do so much that Mm. everything I do in general, even the stuff that I would consider just sort of fun is usually related to work in some way. So most of my friends I know through work or, you know, when we go out to dinner, when we Zoom, we're usually talking about some aspect of work. Uh, When I'm watching TV, I'm either watching the news to stay on top of what's happening because I have Mm. to as a journalist or I'm doing research because maybe I'm developing and working on a a show or a concept in the same space. So most of what I do, even when it comes to clothes, like, oh, this would work for this appearance or for that event or for hosting this. Um, So everything is work related. So I don't see it as a bad thing. And if it's something that you enjoy living to work, I think is okay. It's absolutely fine. Now, 
What I did, I have found is sometimes when it comes to dating, although a lot of men love the idea of a career woman, when they feel like it's taking away from their time with you, now they might start to put pressure on you to not work as much. Uh, And I've certainly had that in relationships. Like, why are you always talking about work? Or why are you on your computer? You should just be sitting with me watching this movie so we can focus on the movie. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm sitting right next to you. I'm on the computer. We're watching it together but I'm doing a bit of work. I think the other thing, to be honest, Georgie, is I think some people feel guilty that they're not working as much. So they feel guilty. And if you stop working... Yeah, that now it makes them feel better about themselves sort of, yeah. you know, sitting around on, on the couch. But um, but not to say that you shouldn't find balance, yeah. Yeah, because as well, Sharon, I'd say, I don't know about you, but in lockdown, I've learned a lot to slow down a bit and not have yeah. to try and fill my my day with hours and hours and minutes of having to do this and having to do that. I've literally sometimes just yes. sat down and chilled and gone, I'm just going to do nothing Relaxed. and be okay with it. And having to have, totally. the, like you said, like you when you um, read them and you take note and you say the pressure, maybe just don't have the pressure of it or maybe make it like one weekly event with some friends in, in the future or if you can, like on Zoom. That you enjoy. Like, oh, That's yeah, fun. Like a little, little candle making kit or something like how so it doesn't have to be such a severe situation that would be fun yeah yeah I I like that making candles yeah and what you were saying at Georgie earlier about art as well when I was in university I did take an art course which was my favorite favorite course to take and it was I've always loved art and it was I remember giving it up in secondary school because I saw how I was always the best in my class until I got mm. to secondary school and then there was such incredible artists I was like oh no like I'm oh, giving this up. up like forget yeah. that everyone's oh. like you know other people the big time is way better than me <laughs> yeah the big time is exactly this is a whole Coming different in level with their easels and their, yeah. and their acrylic <laughs> exactly and uh, all the uh, all the colors of the rainbow and more so um but I I do love art and that is something I would love to get back to and in university when I was taking this art class it was my way to unwind it was my favorite course of all yeah. it, it got the creative juices flowing and it can bring you that balance that you need in life yeah. now if you suck at painting that's all right as well because don't put the pressure on yourself to have to be good at your hobby you don't have mm-hmm. to be good at your hobby which is a great thing because you're not getting paid for it so it doesn't matter either way you just have to um, enjoy it yeah. just enjoy I would, I would it say yeah even something like a dance class like that's yeah. so cool like um, when I was like a kid, they'd be the adults, you know, doing adult tap. And every week they'd all meet up and they'd all have a little gossip and they'd just have the cutest little time. And then we'd end up doing shows and then they'd be like, oh, look, there's the women tap tappers. And we'd be like, yay. And then you just get a little group of little best mates and they're all just loving it. And they, if, they don't, so like, you know, if they're not the best at it, they're still enjoying it and they still get on stage and they wear like leotards and they get really good at it. It's just great. Things like that. Yeah. It, 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 is, it is. I had a really weird habit like back in the days of uh, stamp collecting. Hobby. Wow, that is super nerd. I had a really weird hobby of Sorry, stamp, that stamp is collecting. That is the super yeah. thing I've ever, ever It was, <laughs> I know, I know. And w- there was actually a stamp collector's uh, club in my club. school, this was when I was I was probably about six years old at the time, and I no really way. got into. I stamped from all over the world. Yeah, I sat there for hours. But they're not really um, issuing stamps in the same way anymore, so that might come to a, a grinding halt. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it either. It is boring. 
it is boring, but maybe I was a little on the boring side back then. <laughs> it probably costs thousands and thousands of pounds now because they just don't exist that much. They probably do, and I don't know what happened to them. I think my mum threw them away. Oh, no. There could be millions worth of stamps that I had on my hands just, and just well, gone just like that. Sharon, quite honestly, it's probably best we don't know about it. So I think, I think we're best not knowing. That's it from us, guys, this week. Was, That's it already, It's only a it? mini one. Yeah. So thank you for listening to Extra Lippy with Sharon Carpenter and me, Georgie Porter. We'll be back with a full episode on Tuesday next week. You don't want to miss it because we have the best chats. Yes, we do. You never know what we're going to talk about. So subscribe, rate and review, guys, as well. We want to hear from you. Send us your listener letters as well. We will fix your problems. No problem. Uh, send it to loose lips at createproductions.com. And then, you know, you can hit us on social media. We're always ready to listen uh, at the Missy Porter and at Sharon Carpenter. So love you, Miss You Mean It. And we'll see you soon, guys. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.